everyone. This episode is on veterans and the VA. Um, a little bit of backstory on the VA. President Hoover signed the executive order uh, establishing the VA on July 21st, 1930. Um, Hines, who had served since 1923 as director of the Veterans Bureau, was named the first administrator of the agency. The establishment of the Veterans Administration came in 1930 when Congress authorized the president to consolidate and coordinate government activities affect, affecting more veterans. Um, the Veterans Administration today is actually known as Department of Veteran Affairs or the VA. Um, so what has went on with the VA um, is in 2014, it was brought to everyone's attention um, by the VA whistleblowers. Um, they came in, they came forward to tell of the wrongdoings that they had seen at the VA. They were exposing inadequate service provided to veterans and ensuring appropriate accountability. The VA was said to have secret waiting lists um, that could take months before veterans were actually um, brought in to be seen. The list of other problems uh, for el from elderly patients not getting proper care to veterans committing suicide. Um, one VA nursing home um, in Brockton, Massachusetts was inspected and found to have patients with bed sores, patients left for hours with no help, and elderly patients that had smeared food on their faces or they dropped their food because they couldn't feed themselves. Um, inspectors found that the lack of care was causing actual harm to these elder, elder, elderly veterans. Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> there was also a VA in Memphis that was under investigation for having inadequate process that led to a veteran committing suicide. Um, the patient was 30 years old and had been a patient for four years. He had been diagnosed with PTSD previously. When the veteran went to the VA, he was actually sent to an outpatient facility to get treatment, only to be told um, the next available appointment was a month away. Um, my brother had similar experiences with this as well. Um, and actually in 2011, um, he would go to get an appointment and only be told that he couldn't get an appointment for a couple of months. Um, so he would have to wait that long. Um, my brother was, he had severe PTSD actually when he came home uh, from being deployed um, twice within a short period of time. Um, so he did have problems as well. Um, they also, I did a little bit of um, researching the statistics on it. Um, in 2018, 6,435 veterans committed suicide. Um, in 2019, the suicide rate went from 22 a day to around 17 a day. Um, I still feel that is too many. Um, and the numbers absolutely need to be brought down. I don't think it, you know, is, is right to keep keep it going um, at that rate. Um, the VA 
did, you know, after this whistleblowing thing, um, they were brought it brought into the House of Representatives um, to, you know, in a hearing. Um, so after that was put through and it was brought to light what, what was actually going on in the VA, um, the workers, they were terrified to come forward because they were afraid of being punished. Um, so, and losing their jobs at that. So after that, um, it did start getting a little bit better. Um, they tried, you know, to make things differently. Um, there is a different type of way of doing your paperwork for the VA now to be seen. Um, a lot of it is online. Um, so that has helped tremendously. Um, the VA has also put out a national strategy for preventing veteran suicide. Um, it can be found on mentalhealth.va.gov um, as well. The VA follows a systematic approach um, used by the CDC in preventing suicide. So they have put steps in place to actually try and help. Um, they also try and put veterans in groups according to the, their level of risk um, to try and, you know, assess how um, they are helping um, our veterans. Um, President Trump in 2018 signed a presidential executive order on supporting our veterans uh, during their transition from uniformed service to civilian life. Uh, veteran services or veteran service organizations, it's called VSOs, are important um, partners. Um, they actually help to reach all veterans um, in communities, wherever they are. So VSO-RAN programs make a difference in veterans' lives every day by helping them uh, find employment, manage claims, and benefits, uh, staying socially connected, and more. Um, these are all fact. All these factors all protect against su suicide risk. Um, so they have put things in place to somewhat help our veterans. Um, so I'm just hoping, you know, that it continues to grow and we can continue to lower these rates um, daily because it's just it's not right that these guys haven't been able to get the the treatment that they need. Um, so hopefully we continue to do that. The reason I wanted to make this podcast is to make, you know, some people somewhat aware because it's not only in the veteran community that you know, people are taking their own lives. But, you know, just be aware of your surroundings. If you see somebody, you know, and you think that they need help, you know, a kind word goes a long way. Um, and you could make that person's day. You could you could change their train of thought. Um, so I hope this helps people to understand a little bit um, about the veteran community. Thank you for listening.